Hi everybody, this is Keith Sarlos for episode 6 of what we are calling The Book Report. And today, uh, we have two really cool, exciting guests. Actually, I think I'm the guest usually on this thing. Uh, but we have Mike Larson and my good buddy Jaime Macias. And this episode is kind of about uh, something that Jaime said to me, I think last week, when we're talking about this book, which was, Why? <laughs> And I thought that was a pretty great answer, or actually a pretty great question um, that I had a very slight answer to, but we're going to kind of discuss that today. So uh, between Mike and Jaime and myself, we are going to dive into the why of this. So Jaime, say hello. Hey, what's happening? And Mr. Larson, say hello. Hey, guys. All right, who's going to grab the steering wheel on this thing? Before this starts just descending into three people talking all over each other. Well, I'll, I guess I'll start. I mean, it's it's simple, and I, I didn't realize this was episode six, so maybe uh, this is the <laughs> Catch you up. A memento of podcasts. But, um, you know, we, we talked about a book last year. You are like, oh, I want to do a book, this and that. And then I came back around and said, hey, what about that book? You're like, I'm already doing it. And, you know, I've got a podcast. And check out this this proposal what do you think of these prices should i hire these people and all these other things and so uh you know i was just kind of like jumping in in the middle and and i just threw that out to you i was like well why why are you you know what's the point of the book like what's the impetus and like why now why this book and what do you want to do with it and that's kind of the the challenge i threw over the fence to you and i'm sure you're already well down the road but we ended up kind of getting into it so i'll ask you again why well i don't think i don't know how far down the road we are you know i think the cool part is like michael's been doing like a ton of work uh mining at this point mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. mike feel free to jump into all this stuff sure. uh and really because what we have is an abundance of content in uh i recently watched exit through the gift shop again which uh you know terry who went out and just did nothing but film and film and film and film. And then at the end, when they put together the, the movie, the movie was garbage. And if I put together a book, I think it would probably be garbage because not only do I not know how to uh, put the uh, rantings of a madman that I wake up with every morning, but once I write something, I kind of just drop it on the ground and that's it. You know, it's very Instagram disposable. And Mike was a contact that kind of jumped at me and said, hey, man, let's put this thing together. I see a bunch of people, you know, uh, online saying, hey, when are you going to put out a book, blah, 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 blah. And I said, well, are you willing to, like, start sifting through the, the madness to figure this thing out? And Mike said, yes, I absolutely am. So we kind of started jumping into it. So in 100% ready, you know, fire aim mentality of kind of who I am. Uh, we started getting after it and putting it together. So going back to like your conversation about the why, um, I think there's a, a lot of different answers for it. And for me, um, I have a real hard time with this book, you know, in mm -hmm. general, because I, I like writing stuff, but I rarely write about myself. Mm -hmm. I always write about you know friends or family or what i see more than here is my here is who i am mm -hmm. and 
at the very kind of base level to it, I I just want to put something in my old man's hands that says, here, check this out. And well, why why do you want to put something into his hands? Like, I guess when you imagine that thing and you put it in his hands, is it about him? Is it about you? Is it about cash? Is it about what you guys have built together? Hmm. Is it about is it about being in the middle of passing this baton? Like, what does that mean when you put it in his hands? And what do you imagine it is at that point? Like, if you if you could just, you know, blink and you can see this moment. (sighs) Well, I think uh, in a very difficult way, I have to think about, I think, three or four different things. One, um, the person who's going to be reading this is going to be beyond just my dad, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have, I think every person ideally. who writes... Ideally, right? <laughs> else it's, else it's, a, it's a very thick and expensive Father's Day card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Totally. Um, which is which is a very you know that's a justifiable thing to do as sure, well. Yeah, but it, you know it's just like yeah that's it needs like, a broader reach, of, right? It doesn't and, it doesn't need anything more than what you want it to have. I guess that's the question though. Is like I'm trying to geez. in order to assist. I'm trying to like like what's the trajectory of this thing? Like where you know aim for the stars and end up on the moon kind of thing what are we what are we aiming for here what do you want to get off your chest what do you feel like is unsaid or needs to be compiled like what's the what's the thrust now you see why i invited him (laughs) on like just just the jaime beat down oh my gosh i love it well i'm just trying Uh, to come i'm trying to come to it from like no what, what how can i help pedal what rudders can I help turn? Like how, how I'm, I'm coming at it from how can I help? And it's like, if I help without knowing where you want to go, it's going to go where I want it to go, which right. I could very what much make, I can make a documentary about what's going on up there, but yep. it's not, what are you trying to get off your chest? Or what are you trying to do? <clears throat> All right. Maybe, All maybe right. you don't even know, like what, what do you want to explore? Well, maybe I think it's that's kind question. of, dude, I love it. The, so good this is awesome um i like these confronting questions i think so now i'll go back to it what do i what am i pretty excited about um when you say the book right blink my eyes um you know there's a forward to it and it's like i wrote this book for my dad you know and what in a weird way the for my dad piece of it is um to capture a moment in time from the beginning of something that we are now very proud of uh, up to today. Now, there are a lot of strings tied to that post because if we were just a silo of a winery where we made a product and we put it out there in the marketplace and people bought it, that's one thing, right? But what what has what has Sarlson Sons has become is this really intricate um you know, tapestry is a really interesting word for it, but it's very, very single lines that have now um, been kind of weaved together where I don't know where it's, where Sarles and Sons begins and where it stops. And what I mean by that is uh, I'm talking to, you know, you both of you right now because of this place. I met Jaime because a friend had a birthday party out in a field and our lives are intertwined from that point 
forward. We have tons of different people that have come in the tasting room that maybe wanted to use the bathroom and ended up staying for 10 years, right? <laughs> um, we have uh, Cliff Mayer, who, um, you know, did a tasting uh, when, you know, I was building this place at a Vintners Festival and talked to my dad for 30 minutes and was super stoked about what he tasted and everything else. And, you know, I fast forward down and Cliff Mayer now is, I married him to his wife on our property uh, and has two amazing kids, right? And still involved in his life. And that story goes on and on and on and on. Mm -hmm. When I take those stories and now I combine it with some of these bottles that we've made, and the stories that are behind those bottles. Uh, why did we make this? You know, th there's a story behind that bottle, but then there's also a super interesting story behind people that have purchased that bottle, or that bottle became a touchstone in their life for something they did, where they were, why they drank it, who they were with. So they had a connection with us coming in telling them about that wine they got to know us and i say us you know royally uh even more um we became kind of a part of their lives that they they go tasting or they because they didn't do that before but they had a great experience doing it and now they're into wine and they dr they drink these this wine specifically on the day they got married for some reason and then it and then all of that's kind of self-perpetuates to um, days that we, um, you know, we have vineyard days and people get up and tell their own personal story. And, and then there's Instagram and Facebook. And it's kind of this living journal that we are picking grapes that are going to go in a bottle in, in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's a story. What happened? the bottle and the name we put on it and why we give that the significance we do that also has a story the person who purchased it and why did they purchase it and when did they drink it and who did they drink it with is an also another story so do so you when see, you say do you see this sorry do you see this as a collection of those stories already told do you see this and this is the book like th this this tome this uh collection of things that you put down is it going to be a collection of those stories or do you see it being a story that hasn't been told yet or both <clears throat> you know what i'm gonna quite honestly i'm gonna defer to mike on this thing because one of the the pieces of this puzzle and it's really really interesting that we are all having this conversation right now is because there's a certain amount of me that goes, hey, it's all out there. Um, let's just pick it up and see where we go. Mm -hmm. There's another piece of that puzzle where, like, we had Vineyard Day and, you know, 15 different people or groups of people, you know, Mike was there. And we said, hey, if you have a story about, you know, this, um, and it was kind of, you know, a little bit off the cuff because as this, what this book is evolves, you know, we're, I feel like we're set a two-cell you know, organism at this point. Mm -hmm. um, 
started emerging. And then people, you know, on their own volition comes came up to Mike and go, oh, man, I've got a story for you. And mm-hmm. I personally don't know many of those stories. Hmm. But I think that so, is <laughs> that's just as important to whatever this Sarlis and Sons is year one through ten. That's interesting. That, it would be interesting uh, if it was actually a surprise to you, if you could read this book as well and be like, well, oh, shit, I didn't even know. Ask Mike. That. I haven't really asked about any of it yet. You <laughs> we know? Can do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you might find out about kids conceived in the bathroom of the tasting room. I don't know. Hey, it might be some surprise. I, I can almost guarantee that. Yeah, so or Mike, at least the backyard. Mike, Mike jump already, in. You're, you're up. already waist deep in this. I guess I should ask you. I'm not going to ask you why. I'm going to ask you what. Like, what is it already? Like, what have you seen? Like, what is it to you? Because maybe for Keith, it feels like it's a bunch of emotion, right? It's like, well, that's all I am. I'm a bag of emotion yeah, yeah. surrounded yeah. by skin. It's no this, surprise there. It's this, large, it's this large watercolor of all these overlapping things. Like, what what is it to you right now? And, and I guess, like, where are you in the process of, of uh, spelunking and exploring. I'm leaning back on this one. Go for I it. Think it's, I think it's all it's all the stuff that Keith said. And I, yeah, as you were as you guys were talking, I was kind of like, you know, is the why behind the book any different than the why behind, you know, Sarlis and Sons or mm-hmm. you know anything else that that Keith has done or is doing? And I don't I, I don't think the I mean I think the answer is it's 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 the same why. And so is it part family? Yes. Is it part community? Yes. Is it part um, maybe, you know, nuggets of wisdom or, you know, something that he's derived from his experience that he can pass along. I think it's, I think it's all of that, uh, in our first conversation, which was, Hey, do you want to do this book? And then, you know, 90 minutes later, we were hanging up the phone. One of the big whys was Larry asked him and Mm -hmm. he's like, Keith, I, I want this, all of your thoughts in some place that isn't, you know, a million Instagram posts over, um, you know, however many days. And so I, I think part of it is that I think the as the format evolves, it it is very uh, Keith in the sense that it's going to be all of that. It's going to be stories from people who've been impacted, but it's going to be a story from his life or, you know, a, a funny story or maybe a little bit of a lesson in there or, you know, all, all that kind of stuff. So I think it's going to be a little bit of a, you know, a conglomeration of all the things that, you know, I think if you walk into the tasting room that you kind of sense that. And I, mm. I hope that when you open the book, you kind of sense that. Hmm. I, I, th- I think that's some of the direction that it's headed. So it's like, it's interesting because um, it, it actually comes back right around and, and you both said it without saying it, but you said it's the same why as everything else. And Keith um, loved at us for 12 minutes about it as well. But it's like, Shut it's, the honor, it's uh. the honor and prepare. <laughs> Right? Is is this is this for any other reason than to honor and prepare to say thank you to your dad to acknowledge the last decade and 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 your life before then and to collect this not only for him but also for you know the people who come after to understand what this moment in time was mm-hmm. to understand the foundation that they're kind of stepping off of as they continue or or choose to do different things like is that the why is it does it come is it is it that much of a of a perfect circle that this comes back to honor and prepare i think in the best possible way it would be yeah. mm-hmm. um well it sounds crazy it's like five minutes before this i'm sitting down and typing you know I'm sure, uh, I'm sure the people who listen to this know but that's also that's 
basically the motto of the tasting room and the yeah, band. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's how you live your life, right? Is the creed, the, yeah. The creed, the and the wines are named in in many respects for those who have come before, and even some for the the younger generation who well, will pick up after you. And that's kind of what the living kind of embodiment of what we have been doing, um, you know, boils down to. It's like this year we have, uh, you know, the wine named for Brielle uh, every year. We have, you know, Cash has a rosé. We have a one called Nice after my my uh, niece and it used to be like when we first started it was just all old photos right Mm -hmm. and it was pictures of old pictures of you know people that have come before us and as this kind of creed evolved uh you know i put my dad on a label and then you know brielle got a one named after her and now it feels like we've moved this thing forward 10 years and kids who were 12 years old that would come here with their parents um, Twelve years <laughs> are now drinking. Yeah, yeah that's a hundred percent correct, right? Mm-hmm. And that 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 shocked me to to a certain level. The wine fourteen that Brielle's going to be on this year has a picture of like one of her you know first cognitive harvests where she was like just down hanging out with us, wearing a hat and um and a you know tank top and just eating grapes as we worked. And I go, you remember this? She goes, I remember where we were when we took that photo. And so that went on a bottle for next year. Um, but when we talk about like this book, I think Jaime said it so beautifully and succinctly. Yeah. Honor and pre- prepare seems to boil down to like what, what we are, you know, we, we have generations that came before us and did things in some sort of ridiculous pattern that has led to some weird moment that I meet Jaime at a mm-hmm. tasting out in a field. Mm-hmm. It led to these relationships that my kids have grown up thinking that doing their homework on a bar is perfectly normal and is not a weird thing to do, that they walk home from school and throw their, you know, their books down on a place where we serve wine. But wine isn't, it's not like a, a seedy bar. It's, it's a place of enjoyment and fun and we have so many friends because of this place that they grew up thinking this is how it is and there's got to be a certain point of portion of that where the the honor turns into prepare mm-hmm. um and i think i'm starting to feel it you know when i see my daughter at 15 turning 16 and my wife says you know you know has her first boyfriend which is heavy you know, but my wife laughed and she goes, I met you uh, two years older than Brielle is now. Hmm. And we were married two years after that. And I went, that hit, oh, that hit you in the gut hard. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I was like, like my eyes fluttered and I just kind of like stared into the abyss, you know, and the abyss stared back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, back to book cohesion. Um, I guess the cool part of this and why I don't know the why and why, you know, I ha- I'm talking to Jaime and, and Mike and, you know, Mike's doing the digging on this hole so far is that there are going to be people coming up after. Mm-hmm. And here's a bit of a roadmap. You know, if uh, uh, putting something in my mom and dad's hands before uh, I can't, is 
is a driving factor. Yeah. Having people be able to pick up something and flip through it either casually or aggressively and say, oh, this is who they are, you know, is important. You know, but there's one one thing that I think, again, in that first conversation... Maybe uh, I'm too close to even know why we're doing this, you know? Well, and, and this, is, this is one thing you said, because you were like, this is not going to be a vanity project. Oh, I can't... So, and so ugh. even if it's, you know, I think I think there's an, there's an element of this that you're, you're telling your story from, you know, your experience, and obviously family's important, and lessons you've learned, and, you know, mistakes you've made, and all of that. And you've already, you've always said that wine's kind of just this thing that then facilitates all of the things you just described. And for, for me, I think in putting, putting everything together, the, the goal, or at least a goal would be that when people read it, they're inspired that, okay, I can do something that maybe my thing isn't wine, but I can do something that brings people together. I can do something that, you know, gives me this kind of, you know, satisfaction or impact or, or whatever. And so it's not just, hey, you know, like you mentioned, Jaime, the documentary deal. That was another thing that keeps like, people can go figure out, you know, when we started, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's a line in there, but it's not mostly about that. Mm-hmm. And so I think for people to pick this up and, and have a sense of finding themselves in the Sarlo story and then saying, all right, I'm, I'm inspired to do something or, or make a change. I, for me, I think that would be huge yeah it's um i'm trying to think like the of, of kind of those different audiences and and obviously i think the one that it has to serve is the closest most most tight audience which is which is the family and it is those friends who came in to use the restroom and are there a decade later and all those other things i think yeah i think those people are interested in um in in bathing in in that and just being in that and and meditating in like what what has happened and what is happening and what will happen and then i'm also thinking about the other audiences that are the people who come through the tasting room for the first time right like a year from now for a taste are more important well yeah because it it all continues to live right and those will be possibly your kids customers and or whomever continues i you know i don't necessarily throw the yoke on them to assume that they'll do it even though they're already both fantastic at being little keith um you know but it's 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 interesting like how do you do, do you even care or how do you make it that it has an open enough end that those people enjoyed in the way that they enjoy the wine because they're going to come in and they're going to be mesmerized and they're going to have a great time but i think there's a way to do it that they still can pick the book up and be like oh this is rad this is the story of this wine this is the story of this place this is the story of a family who not only lives together but works together and has all of these different facets of how they work together you know and and you know even even if I wasn't your friend of uh, more than a decade at this point, like that's something that's inspiring to me is the way that you've been able to kind of you have like a full stack life where y- you know you don't have a work life balance thing. You just have a work life. You just have a life work. You know you just you have a purpose. You have an honor and prepare. You kind of have a ethos that is one in the same and. I think that's valuable and interesting to any and everybody, you know, especially as people do try to figure that thing out. It's like, 
I don't know in, if, if anybody else is going to uproot their family and move two hours north uh, to 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 have one in the same in the Los Olivos snow globe kind of thing. But it is inspiring. And I think it does kind of crack open people's brains a little bit to be like, things could be different. Yeah. Not that you necessarily knew that when you did it and not that it wasn't hard fought and hard won and you work on it every day, but it is something special. Um, and so it's interesting because, you know, like when I was looking at it and thinking about it even before um, you kind of got to where you are now, I was thinking of it, it telling these same stories, but I've always kind of come back to like, what's the framework? Like, is this, uh, you know, is this book, do you equate it to, is this a, a long episode of TV? Is this a series of TV? Is this a movie? Is this a trilogy? Like how, how, how much of an investment of time, how deep of a dive is this book? And um, to me, I was like, I thought of it like, it's like Eames Power of 10. And that's the way I was thinking of it. But, <clears throat> but where, where are you at on that now? Like, do you even have a sense, I guess, either of you of like, how, how thick this thing is? How much of an involvement is it? Is it something that's very special to your dad, but then it's just something that's so beautiful people can put it on their coffee table and flip through it? Or is it war and peace? And it's like all words. <laughs> and it's just like, it's hitting you in the gut. Like where, where do you feel you want it to be? I guess I'm going to start with Mike on that. So what mm. the conversations that we've had in the past, um, I think the idea is that people can pick it up and they can read something, they can see something and then they can be like, Oh, that was cool. Or that was clever. Or that's a beautiful picture and they can put it down or they can say, I like that. I like what I'm seeing here. What's in the next page mm. and what's in the next page and get a little bit, you know, kind of get a little bit deeper. And Jaime, even as you were talking, I was like, how did I, you know, how did I start knowing about Sarlos and, and even just my relationship with Keith? My, my mother-in-law was a member of the club. So mm. she started drinking the wine and then I think I started following on Instagram and then I maybe said a few things and then I became a member and now we do. <laughs> Almost every Sunday, we open a bottle of Starless, call it Starless Sundays, and, and we get together. Yeah. And so it's like, that's even even an analogy for what the, what the book or what I imagine people engaging with the book would look like. Open it up and, oh, what do we got? Oh, that's a clever thing, or that's a funny yeah. quote, or that whatever. And then you are, are just kind of hooked a little bit. And so then you kind of you kind of gauge the depth at which you mm -hmm. want to relate to the story until you're in enough that you're like, wow, there, I see a piece of me in their story or I'm inspired to do something different. And that's the thing, even, you know, uprooting my family and moving to a small town. No, but if, if I'm following, uh, if I'm following Keith and he says something on Instagram and posts a picture of a tree, I'm in suburbs of Chicago and I've got trees. And mm -hmm. the reality is I didn't notice them today. And so yeah. maybe, maybe that one little thing saying, Hey, Michael, just notice something today. Just take, you know, take, take a pause and realize where life is good. And so I, I think there's a couple of, you know, ways that people are going to interact with it, but that's kind of my vision of, of the road that would pe lead people kind of down into the book, yeah, yeah. you know? Huh. That's oh. interesting. It, it would almost be like, if you follow that to its logical conclusion, I wonder if you end up treating the book in a different way than you would a traditional book. Like you could almost have something that's 
it could it could literally say oh start anywhere you know like if, if it was this compendium totally. of like i i also can see a version of the book that literally is just those stories where you paint the entire story without keith saying a word hmm. like it's just these interviews I, it's probably not the way it'll end up but you could see a version of it where it is 100 stories from 100 people who crossed the threshold and what their connection to Sarlos and Sons has become. Yeah. And that would tell, you know, and that's even something that's repeatable, right? You, you, you could continue to add to it, do separate volumes, whatever it may be. You could do something that is just the labels. How many labels at this point have you, have you done Keith? Jeez, ten years of minimum of twelve. So mm-hmm. at at minimum, jeez, I think we're in like one sixties. Okay, so good God. There's there's even a, there's a label story to be told, right? And the story of each wine, and you know, if anybody's ever done a flight tasting with Keith, you know he can talk about each wine at least for twenty minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and the bottle and the label and who's on it and the conditions when they planted it and <clears throat> the harvest that year and the bottling and everything else. So that's like, that's a book of its own, right? It's just like uh, 10 years of labels um, in reverse chronological order or in chronological order, right? Um, it's, it's, it's this- so, this is, the, and this is why I asked the why, because there's like so many interesting places to come into this from. Mm-hmm. And even maybe that's just two chapters. Maybe it is the larger thing and it has Keith's words and it has all those other things. But like maybe it's five mini books in one where it's like mm-hmm. 25 pages of labels, 25 pages of stories, 25 pages of what 2020 is looking like this harvest year, you know, black and white photographs, descriptions, the current kind of local um, family tree and who's involved and who's around you know, where it is kind of like this forward and backwards looking snapshot. Um, like it's, and that's why every time I come to like have this discussion, it, it, there, there are, there are so many different interesting accessible ways that I think provide that depth of emotion as well as the ease of entry, where even if you're just a person who likes wine, the label book would be interesting to you seeing the way that it's changed like it, it over the over the decade seeing the different stories hearing about the wines um me getting slightly better at ins- at uh, illustrator illustrator <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah keep getting slightly better at illustrator um you know like like how how would you treat this book keith if this book was a wine this you know this well this first, yeah uh this is the first yeah it, 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 how would you treat this if this was a wine uh, you know while you were saying all that stuff i'm i love it i mean uh, the the hard i think the hardest part for me in this book thing is i'm i i'm it how do you write a book about yourself without trying to put yourself in it i don't know that's a weird thing to say because well, it's not about you it really isn't right the the book and that and that's and that's also the thing how you said how do you make it not a vanity project and i think it can be about you and not be about you well and the first time i asked you that you answered me by i'm doing this to put it in my dad's hands and that's for sure 
and and put it in my kid's hand yeah yeah it's selfish and selfless but it's it it tips the scales it's selfless in a way that it's like worth doing valuable and i think you can charge into it full steam ahead without having to feel like it's too navel gazy because it's not at that point you're trying to express yourself you're trying to honor and prepare and when you're honoring and preparing it it you're kind of in this liminal state where I don't think you can be vain. This, if you're talking like weird, awesome circles, right? And the f- number one, it's like, it's, uh, how did I get to be at a point in my life that, you know, two people I like and respect, I'm talking about a book about a company. That's shocking. I mean, that blows my mind. Um, so thank you. The second part is the one our, our quiet tagline that we never, ever talk about, honor prepare seems to be up front, you know, and people get people hear about that a lot, or at, at least that seems where everything comes from, you know. Um, but that little tagline that we have underneath, you know, Sarles and Sons on most of the stuff I put, it says family and farming and vineyards and wine. There could be something in that to what this book is, because there is a family component component of it. Where if somebody says, "Why did you call it Sarlos and Sons?" and I said, "Well, that's the only thing I think I have of value in my life. When I had nothing, I still have my family. And without my dad, my dad wouldn't be farming today if he if I wasn't buying all the fruit." And he knew that his grandchildren would be benefiting and working side by side and part of it. He, he is doing the preparing part. The honoring part is not done with him, but he gets to be honored and all he does is prepare. And I've seen a transformation in his mindset and in his life in the last 10 years by almost hitting him with this honor and prepare hammer all the time. The, the farming piece of it is like what Jaime was describing. You know, we could talk about where we came from in the vineyard, why we're farming. You know, I was looking at a piece of paper right today that's on a bottle that I'm writing a story about that I, I'm not even taking, telling you what it tastes like on the website. It's completely this crazy story about my great grandpa enlisting. And on it, it says, you know, knowledge of any vocation. It just says farmer. And, and when you go back to, I'm holding that piece of paper in my hand. There's something about that that says I was alive and I was here and here is my signature. And we have that on three bottles this year. Enlistment, honorable and citizen. And that's, you know, I see his 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 signature on it. And I'm like, wow, this guy was alive at this date and this time. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Jaime and I talk about analog childhood digital adulthood we are in this space where if i can hand somebody a book people who grew up with books are going to love it and people who uh did not grow up with books are still going to pick this thing up and they're going to they're going to look at it and hold it in a different way than my dad's going to hold it so where Jaime is kind of jumping through these little iterations of uh, and mike said it really well you could pick it up and look and flip and be like oh it's pretty i like it clip and put it down and then maybe go back to it later some other time or you can plow through it all the way through um when i say family farming vineyards wine maybe you know farming and vineyards is redundant maybe 
there's a certain aspect of, you know, friendships or something else that has been created. You know, if it's all these things that are pluses, we are a family plus a farming operation, plus a vineyard, plus wine. I've never thought about the equal sign, right? What is the output of those things? And I think the output of those things has become that when we plus all of that together, there is a outcome that is not only greater than its parts, but it's become this really beautiful community of people that we happen to, we're not the center of at any way, shape or form, but we have had some sort of bumper, you know, people have either bounced off us or stuck to it, or we got them into wine, or maybe they came in and it was, they took a photo and they left and we'll never see them again. Right. But we, we interacted with them at that time. When, when you guys are talking about a new customer, I kind of want the new customer to pick it up and go, Oh, there's a lore here. You know, there is a reason to this because it was really easy in the first five years where it was just me behind the bar and I got a one-to-one interaction with every single customer coming through. And because of scale or size or need, I I can't be there seven days a week. And this compendium of what we've done and how we've been doing it you know, I want to put in every single person's hands, right? I want every single one of our, our members to be able to hold this thing and say, I came in year one and, oh man, I was there for all this stuff. Or they're brand new and they go, oh, check this out. I'm not alone. I don't know. I think the beautiful part is if you ask me, Jaime, which I'll get back to the very beginning, when you said, when you hold in your hands, what do you look at it? Um, I want it to be an expression of who the best expression of who I think we are, who we have become and who everybody else sees us as in a book that a brand new person who comes in can read it and get it. And my old man can, you know, and my mom and you know, whatever can sit there. And when anybody comes over to their house, he's going to grab it and shove it in their face and go, look at this, you know, <laughs> what she's going to do anyway. Mm-hmm. But or here's things that, you know, at worst, a funeral is when the people that you all love and care about actually show up without you being there. And I think mm-hmm. the, the best version of what this could be is we're all alive and we're all, we all get a bask in this. And if we do it again in five years and do it again in 10 years and know where we miss the spots, because Jaime, man, you came up with three amazing, totally different ideas. Like that hundred stories, psh, it's awesome. Amazing. And that could be, you know, two volume, whatever. But yeah leaving these behind because evidently me just writing on Instagram is not enough for some people. <laughs> evidently. Cause people go, Where, where's the book? I'm like, this is the book. What are you talking about? You know? Yeah. They want the book of the book. Um, yeah, no, I think that all, well, that all resonates. I, I, I have, I definitely, uh, feel a stronger sense of how and what you want 
to express and how you want it to be felt. I think it's yeah. I don't know what it looks a, like, a, but I know what people what I know how I want people to feel. There's a know? lot of story there. There's a lot of feeling there. Right? <clears throat> like, and I was even you know idea four of today was like you know maybe that it, maybe those are the major chapters that it is yeah yeah family farming vineyards wine and you you use those as natural breakpoints where you kind of express those four different stories and there's even something where you start to look at those things as a Venn diagram and you you have these kind of sub plots or or or, or transition points where family and farming where does that overlap right With it's the ikigai of what sarlos and sons <laughs> yeah, is right. you know so I knew I mean? that's where you're going yeah <laughs> there we and go. then farming and vineyards what is the overlap there and then vineyards and wine what is the overlap there and then between wine and family again what is the overlap there and between wine and family is where you have all of the people wow. that that you've collected along the way right because the wine is kind of the hook that makes that brings them in to the the larger family the the communal family that both yeah. mike and i have been caught in the net of right um so the final product it, it sounds so bizarre because you were you were drilling it because it's like i always say like the wine is a byproduct right the wine is just the thing that we make and because we got to work as a family we get to farm we got to make the and then we, we get to name it and label it for someone we love and then you know, hopefully somebody buys it, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it was so interesting. And then we get to do it again. You know, we get to be a closer family because of this place. We get to pull other people into the family because of this place. People have stories, and maybe they become closer with the people they're around because of this thing, you know? It, it's starting to feel very, like, Apple commercial, you know, where it's like, I could tell you all about the, you know, the lens and the uh, the chamfered edge on this stuff. But really, it's like if you just if if the heartstring piece gets across where you're like, hey, look, you took a really, really great photo of your child's first step. That's pretty amazing. Why would you not want to do it on the best possible camera you have in your pocket today? Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that becomes the framework of what this is. But personally... Like you say, back to the original, it's like, what is my goal of this book? Somehow, some way, that we get a, you know, even if I say it out loud right now, it sounds crazy, but I feel like we've done something bigger than normal. You know, at, at its worst, we're just a building that sits here on Grand Avenue that people come in and, and buy wine at. And then at its best... We've had a, like a tangible impact on people's lives, and we happen to make wine. You know, I still don't know how to run a winery, mm -hmm. and I'm still scared every day. And I'm, you know, I, I don't know how to reach our customers in a more concise and beautiful way. And that's something Jaime and I talk about geez, once a week. You know, yeah. And that next I, big idea. I don't know that it needs. I don't to know. Be bigger than normal. I think normal yeah. is. Your normal is uh, is pretty good, and I think that's what I was trying to say earlier. Hmm. Is like, well, that's a very nice thing to hear from someone I respect, man. Yeah, man. I mean, it's. I think I think you have some things figured out, and I think you do a good job, and you work hard, and um, people appreciate that, and they 
definitely enjoy the product and i think that that's a valuable that's a valuable thing in and of itself it it's its value is in its um it's not common but it's normal it's uh, it's uh, you know i hate i hate to be so cliche but a a a honest and like hard worked life to do something valuable like you've you've at least figured out some small cycle that works like you were just saying you do it year in and year out and and hope to get better and more efficient but also to uh have more days where you're laughing and having a conversation with your dad and that you see prospects for the future mm-hmm and I think that's that's all we can hope for, especially once we have kids and we kind of understand this whole cycle. It's like, yo, you know, just keep that keep that glass half full, keep going, oh, yeah. and try to keep it on the rails. So I don't know. I'm with it. I'm excited to read it. So get it done. <laughs> now I'm gonna ready, Mike. This is <laughs> that was a lot of dirt. You know, you've been digging a hole and compiling a bunch of this stuff. And in all honesty, you know, hands off from me. But bringing Jaime into this conversation, I think, is amazingly interesting. For the sheer fact that, um, number one, intellect, smart guy, been around from the beginning, has a definite opinion, and honestly has really good, you know, design sense and an opinion along along these lines from all the information that you have been now gathering and talking to people and uncovering how far off the path that you, you know, that has been unfolding in front of you by doing all of this stuff and kind of like, you know, picking apart Instagram, you know, back till 2016 now, and talking with customers and talking with, you know, people that we really haven't dived into that huge piece of it yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's one thing when you're, you're playing in a game and there's another thing when like Jaime has been there since the beginning and knows kind of the inner workings of this game and, and you being, you know, relatively new to all of it, but you're reporting on the game. I mean, what do you see that is, I'm not going to say interesting, but how it's evolved. I mean, how, because this is a different thing that we talked about than the very beginning, you know. I'm just asking you to kind of jump in your thoughts, I guess. It's interesting that you say that because I think the things that we've, while you and I haven't had, you know, um, like official formal uh, strategy calls or, hey, what's the structure of the book going to look like? I think all the stuff that we talked about today uh, we're maybe putting words to it. We're maybe, um, you know, yes. sorting out the the pieces that were on the table and they're starting to make sense. But I think for me in the creative process this is how I work. I, I don't know how most people work, but uh, like digging through everything and kind of consuming it all and then pulling on those threads that I think, okay, there might be something here and then running down that path. Um, I think those threads are starting to hmm. kind of become more clear the more content that I go through. And like you said, I think I think the beauty of it is um, Sarlos and Sons is for sure in part, in large part, a story of you and your family. But you said 
it, this story isn't just our story. And that's the unique part of it is that all the people that we have yet to talk to are going to, you know, kind of color it, change it, shift the story a little bit in ways that we don't, we, we can't even um, necessarily predict yet. And so I, I think it's one thing about, you know, it's one thing to think this is who we are. And then it's another thing to look at the people who you're telling, this is who we are and see what they say back to you. Hmm. And so I think that that part of the process, um, you know, has kind of yet to be started. But I don't I, nothing today. Uh, while I think it's super, super helpful where we ended up going, nothing today is like, oh, geez, this is a totally different project than I thought. Or, oh, man, that's a surprise that I that, you know, we that's going to that's going to throw a kink in things. I just think it's um, I think it's becoming more and more clear and um it was actually interesting when you talked about the you know family farming vineyards wine and you're like plus 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 equals what does it equal and i thought you know it's actually we kind of talked about this but it's actually like a cycle and so it's i, I almost think arrows so it's like yeah. family farming vineyards wine wine's the byproduct but what brings the family together wine so then around we come and the family becomes bigger and it allows us to continue to do these things and I think the beautiful thing, you know, in and that the unique thing in Sarlos and Sons that has been cool to experience personally, and this is why I had such a heart for the project, was we've become a part of the family. And so I think that's unique in the sense that, you know, you guys have said, hey, this is what we're doing and we'd love you to be a part of it. So in the same way that people come into a tasting room and feel like, whoa, this was different. This wasn't the winery experience, tasting room experience that I've had before. That's my hope for the book. Is it people that, open that way? By the way, that it's really interesting you bring that up because that that has been something in this new year mentally I've been I've been challenging myself with because not that we're getting you know not that we tripled in size but everybody has the restaurant that they went to that they love and then when you go back you're like you want to you want to sit down at the table have you know, high fives with people, you know, and it's like, Oh, I'm home. Right. The best part of what we do is like, you know, Katie and all the girls that are working here and, you know, guys too, but it's like, Katie's been here for 10 years. So she's like this beautiful, stable piece. And the person who's been here the shortest has been here four years. The other piece of it is how do we make sure like for us that it's like, that's been the thing that has freaked me out because I want everybody to feel that this place is theirs and we work for you you know that's always been the the factor of, of who we are and why we do this because i don't get to live here i don't get to uh make wine i don't get to farm with my dad and i don't get to have my cousins working with me and my kids don't get to grow up and do their homework on a bar if it isn't for you and and the people coming through i i've never lost sight of that it's like how do we make that experience better and i think a beautiful portion of this book is is being able to put that into their hands right when they look at it and go oh wow this is a lot bigger than what i thought you know because i've i tell you lately i've been sucked into making of stories and not exactly how this gets made. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Disney, the Imagineers thing that's on Disney Plus. I mean, I could Come watch on, don't that. Don't play with me, Keith. You know I watched that. I know fifty day. times. I know, but it's like Better there's than a portion. The Mandalorian. 
It is better than the West. I know. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but but even in that same vein, right? Uh, watching that or uh, what the what's the abstract? Um, is it abstract on yeah, Netflix? Abstract, abstract on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go buy a pair of Jordans because they're Tinker Hatfield now. You know mm-hmm. more than Jordan. And uh, and understanding well, that's, a, that's a whole other angle that we I know could, it's a whole other angle, and I'm not yeah, saying I'm yes, pushing I, that I, I into it. No, I, I would. We should do that too. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the beautiful part of this is, as it's forming, you know, I, I guess at, at some point I'm kind of like I'm trusting a process of going through all of this stuff and the thing, you know, underneath all the clay there is a sculpture, and. And finding it is the fun part, you know, and finding it is the hard part. Um, but my, you know, my dad sure is excited about this. He's like, so what are you doing? I'm like, well, we're going to do the book. He's like, oh, I'm so stoked. I go, dad, what if it's garbage? He goes, I don't, I don't care. That's awesome. I want to, I want to hold this thing. You know, I'm like, okay. Um, with my kids, I go, hey, we're doing this book. And, you know, what's beautiful about that is Brielle goes, you know, well, I can't wait to read it. And she, am I? And then Cash just asked, "Am I in it?" You know, and which kind of just shows everybody's personality. And then Heather goes, "You're not putting any pictures of me in this thing, are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, of course I am." And she's like, "No, you will not be doing that." And I went, "Oh, great." But you know, the family farming vineyard wine, you know, that circle of things that has grown to a sustainable point where every year we get to do it again. You know, and we get to pull more people into this and we get to have more fun and we get to um, get to see where we've been and and direct where we're going. I mean, how can you not put that if you have a chance and an opportunity and you can afford to do it? How do you not put that down on on a piece of paper so that it can be put into a drawer and someone, you know, like I was saying, two generations from now, my great grandpa, I'm looking at his, you know, honorable discharge paperwork. I'm like holding it in my hands. There is mm-hmm. a beautiful, tangible portion of that that I think is just really exciting. I don't know. Well, that's pl- that's why. That's a why. <laughs> I guess that's, that's a why. That's a guess. That's a why. Um, since, so I've eaten up two hours of your very productive days independently. I, number one, thank you both for not only coming on today, but, uh, giving a shit about this project, which is very humbling. So thank you. Um, if you, dear listener, have a, are still here, (laughs) are still here after, nah, Matt pays, Matt pays hanging tough. What's up, Um, Matt? Hey, Matt. Um, Send us an email, book, B-O-O-K, at sarlosandsons.com, and we would really like to talk to you and help you have you help frame whatever this monster of goo actually is. So uh, for Keith Sarlos, Sarlos and Sons, honor those that have come before you. Prepare the way for those yet to come. Thanks, boys. Have a good day, everybody. See you guys.